Hello everyone, welcome to the CYDC podcast. I am one of your hosts, Mike. And I am Arushi. And we are currently graduate student clinicians at the Child and Youth Development Clinic, completing our master's in social work at Western University. We decided to make this podcast as a part of our placement to create a casual space to have conversations about different mental health topics in a non-boring and engaging way. And we have a whole bunch of topics coming up, um, ranging from things like anxiety, fear, ADHD, self-compassion, and many more. And so I think the perfect place to start, I don't know about you, Arushi, but I think the perfect place to start our podcast would be to talk about uh, what the CYDC is and kind of what we do there. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Let's jump in. Perfect. All righty. So, as Mike mentioned, we are graduate student clinicians from the Master of Social Work program at the Child and Youth Development Clinic. And our role is kind of composed of a whole bunch of different things. We do counseling kind of individually and sometimes together. Um, We do this podcast now. Um, At the beginning of our placement, we also have the opportunity to help out with a presentation with Dr. Colin King, who is a school psychologist as well as the clinic director. I hope I'm not missing anything else from his title because he does a whole lot of awesome things. Um, And that is is some of the stuff that we've been up to here, but it's been really awesome experience so far. Uh, Mike, is there anything that I missed with the work that we've done? I know we've done lots of things. Yeah, it's been it's been a pretty wild ride, I think, for, for me, but it's been a lot of fun. I've been been learning a lot from everyone involved, including working with you and working with Dr. King has been quite the uh, amazing experience. And um, just seeing the impact that the CYDC has had on the community as a whole and kind of just seeing the various facets of mental health that we kind of reach out in. Um, it's been quite the quite the awesome first experience in our introduction to social work, I think. And uh yeah, just learning every day, and uh, yeah, that's that's all I would kind of say about it. It's been it's been a fun ride. Awesome, and I know we've kind of spent a lot of time tossing around the acronym CYDC, but I think we should probably explain what that actually is. Um, so the CYDC stands for the Child and Youth Development Clinic. Uh, we are based out of Western, and they've been open since October of 2017, which is actually quite a surprise to me because I had thought that we had been around for much longer, but. I guess so. So that's pretty neat. 
So in terms of what the CYDC does, as we kind of mentioned, um, our role is counseling. So that's one of the biggest things that they do is provide mental health services. Um, and much of it is provided from graduate student clinicians um, like us, as well as some of the PhD psychology students. So it's kind of a nice combination of a bunch of different fields. Um, the CYDC also does assessments and also holds events, which we'll get into a little bit more towards the end of the episode. And I guess as you can tell by the name Child and Youth, a lot of the services are geared towards children, youth under the age of 18, as well as their families. Yeah, and and like so pretty much it's graduate students just like us, uh, right, Arushi, just kind of providing these services and um, like for an example, we are graduate students in the under the field of social work. And our role has pretty much been to provide those counseling services for children and youth and their families. And that's been the big chunk of our role so far. Um, and, and, and the basis of our work as well has been through like the CBT model, which um, some people may have heard, uh, some people may have not, uh, but pretty much what the basis of CBT is, is it's, it's really useful for building coping strategies, challenging and changing behaviors and making some sense of hardships and, and establishing some goals with the, the child and connecting how our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors are all interconnected and how they can affect one another. And so, so I put this in an aside because I realized that I had talked about CBT, but I didn't say what CBT stood for. So CBT stands for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. Um, it's, it's been really fun in that aspect of seeing kind of how CBT works and how, you know, some sometimes you have to change your strategy a little bit and kind of go away from CBT at times, but I've definitely seen the benefits of, of CBT. How about you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely think it's one of those things we've always spent a lot of time like reading and talking about and various classes and maybe even on our own, but I think applying it has been like a completely different experience in itself and really I think shows the the validity and the usefulness of it and the different ways it works. And I feel like sometimes I find myself trying to use it on myself <laughs> when I have a, an odd thought pop up. Um, it, it works, it works pretty well, I'll say that. I agree. I think I think learning about the CBT model, I was able to see how some of my uh, thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are connected to one another, and how even mm -hmm. changing our behaviors or doing certain behaviors, like for me, for like running, I really noticed that that really impacts my thoughts and my feelings and my overall all balance. And so um, I know sometimes we often think about like you know thinking about the thoughts and the feelings first and how they impact behavior, but it's been useful to kind of look at the opposite way around and how our behaviors can also go the other way and impact our thoughts and feelings. So, um, and so I think that kind of leads us into the interventions and kind of some of the interventions that we use. And like I said, we do individual CBT for anxiety. Uh, there's some self-regulation coaching, individual supportive therapy. So that's uh, involves children, youth and caregivers. And I would say we're kind of along that, all three of those lenses as well, those three kind of groups we've been doing a little bit of everything there. And, and then there's also academic tutoring that the CYDC provides. Um, and then on top of that, there's also other services, um, including assessments. So there are cognitive and academic assessments, ADHD assessments, learning and psychoeducational assessments, uh, complex assessments, and developmental assessments as well. So uh, we haven't really been involved too much on the assessment side of things, the formal assessment. Um, 
but um, I hope that we kind of get that experience soon because uh, I'd like to learn about that as well. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for that, Mike. So I guess our main point here is that CYDC is kind of a great one-stop shop for a whole bunch of things um, related to mental health, learning, even for parents. I know there's definitely been times where you and I have worked with parents directly and the kids kind of been involved a little bit, but there's even work directly done with the parents if that's something that would suit what the family's looking for. So in that sense, the CYDC provides a lot of really cool and useful different services for so many different populations. And in addition to the various interventions and services that Mike mentioned, we've also held a bunch, I'm saying we, as in we've, we haven't been involved in any yet <laughs> due to COVID, but in the past and even coming up um, through, through virtual means, the CYDC has held a bunch of really, really neat events. Um, but before I get into that, one thing that I noticed was that a lot of these events either came at no cost or quite a low cost, which I thought was really interesting and also kind of speaks to the accessibility and the wide range of clients that CYDC might try to reach, which I thought was really nice. And I'm sure there's lots of families that have appreciated that. Yeah, and definitely. So I, I, I've seen that. Sorry, Rishi, but no, uh, okay. no I, I've, I, that's one thing that I've reflected on as well is uh, um, kind of the low cost or no cost kind of services that at least we have been providing. It's been um, a very warm welcome for many of the parents and uh, families. Um, and it just seems like it's one less burden to have to worry about for to kind of access mental health services, whether it's for um, the whole family or whether it's uh, for the parents or if it's just for the kids like it just seems like it's one less less burden and one less thing to worry about and um, that's been an amazing experience as well so absolutely I guess in terms of some of the events I mean they've they've served a wide range of age groups as I mentioned some of them are more targeted to parents as well um, they've been done in the form of either weekly one-hour groups with small groups of children or bigger presentations that Dr. King or other um, psychologists and graduate student clinicians at the clinic have been a part of. So some of the events that we've kind of noticed from the past are things like anxiety as a barrier for learning, beyond concussion to promote coping and well-being, fluency summer camp, loss back worry, I think really relevant right now, navigating anxiety in the age of COVID, as well as some more parent-focused um, events. Yeah, um, and so there has been a parent and caregiver webinar series, um, and there was one that was called Changing Your Anxi uh, your Child's Relationship with Anxiety and Stress, and that was the one that we were a part of, uh, which was really, uh, which is a really good experience to kind of see the outreach on that side and uh, kind of the parents' response to that, to that webinar as well. It seemed that uh, the takeaway was that it was very impressive and um, a lot of the parents learned a lot in that in that webinar, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, the, uh, there's another one that was called uh, Compassion Therapy for Parents and another one called Emotion-Focused Strategies. So I think my takeaway from like looking at the list and looking at all the events that they have is just the wide range of events and different, different topics. Um, I think the biggest like surprise for me when before we started, I kind of looked at the different events that the CYDC has, had held and one of them was uh, Beyond Concussion. Um, I think that one was really interesting to kind of look at, like, you know, how um, how people could potentially, you know, benefit from um, that post-concussion kind of 
symptoms and syndromes and um, kind of dealing with that concussion because uh, I've had a concussion before and I know that oh. uh, yeah uh, thank you to soccer for that one but um, uh, yeah so I, I think that even like as someone for me going through a concussion at that time like it would have been really helpful for me to have had that kind of information session because um, there wasn't really a ton of help for me other than to just get some rest and kind of don't watch tv and kind of sit in the dark for a little bit but uh um yeah i think i think that would have been helpful for me to just um and it's not really a topic that i really see that often on the mental health side of things so i think that was uh, really interesting yeah i i was personally super surprised to see the beyond concussion one as well just because i didn't know groups like that existed so i think that's a really neat and unique thing and kind of again really speaks to the way this that the cydc tries to kind of target and reach out to different populations and as we can clearly see here create groups that may not be readily and easily available elsewhere and Mike I have to ask if you were sitting in a dark room no tv how did you pass the time um there was a lot of doing nothing a lot of naps um uh, I sometimes I would actually pick up a book and read a little bit even though I wasn't really supposed to be using my brain too much I needed something to like just pass by the time but um it wasn't for too too long but it was just like the first like two to three days it was like just hey like do nothing and minimize the light exposure and all those sorts of things so um it, it was not fun that's for sure and uh it was a really interesting experience because even afterwards like I, I could really feel the impact of, of the con of a concussion and um yeah it was, it was a really interesting experience that's for sure yeah, I bet. I imagine that spending a lot of time in your room in the dark was also a great chance to practice some mindfulness and some introspection, hint, hint, wink, wink, at maybe an upcoming episode topic. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that must have been, that must have been hard. And I can imagine how having a group to chat about that with could have been really helpful. For sure. Definitely. So I think this, this means that this is kind of the end of the podcast, uh, I think. What do you think? Yeah. That's kind of, I think we've wrapped up the CYDC as pretty well. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we'll put the website link in the description if anyone's interested in going and looking to see more information. I mean, even for the events, we just named a couple, but there are truly so, so many even upcoming ones um, that would be worth looking into. And I think there's a lot of information there. And I think we tried to kind of summarize it the best we could, but yeah, I think that is about it for our first episode. Yeah, for our first podcast. How do you feel? Honestly, I felt a little bit nervous starting off, not going to lie, but it was actually a lot of fun. Um, I got really excited talking about the CYDC, so <laughs> that was a big plus. How was it for you? It was pretty good. It was interesting. I, I'm super excited for the upcoming, upcoming topics that we have, um, mm. specifically anxiety and fear. I'm excited to talk about the amygdala, which is a very fun word to say. And there's a pretty fun fact coming in that podcast about the amygdala. Right. So, um, mm. but yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it's been a good time. So awesome. should right. we, should we move into our fun fact of the podcast? Yes. So we should. The fun fact that we found about the CYDC is that they were nominated for the CMHA Mental Health Award in 2019, so um, which is a pretty uh, pretty big accomplishment. Um, especially, I think when they were nominated for it, they were like the CYDC was has had only been um, up and running for like 18 months, so just just over a year and a half, which is pretty uh, pretty impressive and. 
um yeah that's the fun fact yeah it's fantastic i had no idea so thanks for sharing that yeah and my fun fact of the podcast should i tell should i tell them what the fun fact of the podcast is I think you should, given that it's over audio, I think it might be good to help paint a picture of your your setup today. <laughs> so my fun fact of the podcast, so for those who are listening who might not know, uh, Arusha and I are currently recording this virtually. All of our podcasts will be virtual due to, due to COVID and everything. And uh, so I had set up in one of my rooms in my house and I realized that there was a lot of like reflections and uh, kind of voice, um, reverberations kind of coming off the walls and so I had to create my own little sound space so I uh, created a little uh, fort in this room of mine with some pillows and some blankets to uh, kind of help uh, help dampen the sound a little bit and uh, it's been quite the interesting experience I feel like a, I'm a kid again uh, setting up a fort and like <laughs> it, it was interesting it was interesting it, this fort is definitely too small for me but I mean it was it was fun nonetheless <laughs> Just a tad bit too small, but it looks quite cozy under there. So who knows? Maybe for our next episode, you'll find me under my blanket also. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I think that wraps it up for today's show. Um, if anybody has any questions or uh, comments about this episode, you can email us at cydcpodcast at gmail.com. And we'd be yeah. happy to answer any emails. And if you ha guys have any topic ideas i think we're open to some suggestions from any listeners so if there are any topics that um that the listeners would like to hear like we'd be totally open to to hearing from from people who are listening so absolutely yeah always open to questions comments any topic suggestions so as mike mentioned we have our gmail which we'll put in the description as well but i i think that wraps up for our first episode thank you all for joining us today and we hope you enjoyed and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.